What's up, you motherfuckers? Welcome to the Showdown Hoedown. I'm your host, The Degenerate75. You see that right there? I'm almost to 5,000 followers between Twitter and YouTube. So why don't you help the man out? Go toss me a follow on Twitter, maybe a like and a subscribe here on YouTube, because when I get to 5,000, I'm going to be giving a whole bunch of money away. This is my schedule. Come check me out if you like the cut of my jib, you motherfucker. In case you don't know, I'm a high-limit DFS player who is helping you try not to suck so bad at this stuff. Because if you don't know, DFS is hard, and there's a lot of sharks floating around. And uh, there's a lot of touts out there giving picks, but not fucking teaching you how to play. So I'm going to try to do the opposite of that. Not give you a single fucking pick, and actually try to teach you how to play. By the way, I cuss a lot. Fair warning. Without further ado, let's get going. First thing we always look at is contest selection. I am in the ear of DraftKings just being like, please, Lord, start making a 20 max. Because if you don't know, 20 maxes for showdown are perfect, right? Why are they so perfect? Because, A, you're making the same lineups as everybody else in the tournament, right? When you go enter a mass multi-entry where people can enter 150 and you're entering 5, 10, 15, 20 lineups, well, that sucks because they get to bring so many more lineups than you that they have a, they have leverage on you. So if you could play in tournaments where it's the same amount of people as you or the same amount of entries as you, that's the nuts. Problem is, DraftKings seems to think the only people that want to play in 20 max are like $1 bums and stuff like that well what about me i'd love to play in like a 20 dollar 20 max or a 50 dollar 20 max that would be awesome with a nice flat payout structure i'm in their ears i'm talking to them let's see if i have any pool we'll see if that comes in the next few weeks um all right so with that said perfect example right here this three dollar 20 max go get in this this is such a good tournament uh 10 of the prize pool to first 10 percent uh, of first place to 10th, this is what you want to play in. If you're going to play in a lottery tonight with 158,000 people, this is the one you want to play in. What you don't want to play in is this. The big one tonight, oh, I could win $500,000. You're not going to win $500,000. Just go play the lottery if that's how you want to be, you mother father. If you were playing to have an edge and to not deposit every fucking week, well then stay the hell out of this tournament. Just send me the 15 bucks. I'll fly to where you're at, kick you in the nuts, and we'll call it even. Don't play in it, Bob. Don't do it. Don't do it. I know you're like, oh, I'll win that. Well, first of all, you won't win it. And in the rare chance you did hit it, it's going to be a 270-person train, uh, and you didn't put 150 lineups in it, so your chances of doing it aren't because the pros are going to be splitting it up. <sighs> Go check out. If, if you have a real strong take tonight, you build a script because if you don't know, the big guy here is all about scripts. If you have a script that you really like and a, you know, like you think that uh, Houston is going to play really tough and you have a 4-2 Houston build of your lineup and you think nobody's going to have that, well, then just go check out single entries, man. Go play in the $100 single entry, the $200 single entry, the $33 single entry, the $12 single entry, depending on what level you're comfortable playing. That is where it's at. Okay, if you have one lineup you love and you go throw it in the $15, you're a fucking moron. Stop doing that. Go put it in a single entry where you're playing the exact same amount of lineups as everybody else. Plus, when you play single entry, you'll find that Jalen Hurts may be 80% in the big $15, but he'll legit be 95% in single entry. So if your hot take is tonight is I'm going to fade Jalen Hurts, well, now you're getting even more leverage to fade him if you just play him in a single entry. Okay, that's it. That's all you get for contest selection because I do this every time and all of you mother fathers that watch me every week, I appreciate you, first of all. You probably get tired of hearing it. Which, by the way, if you want to get, if you want to make a free lineup with me that we will toss in the Millionaire Maker this Sunday, a $20 ticket on me, I'll pay for it and we'll split the profits 50-50. Oh, here's the cool part. You and I build it together. If you want to get in that, simply go hop in my free contest. It's down in the, the description of this video. If you win it, free contest on me. Um, no, there's no strings attached, right? You don't have to like enter anything. You don't have to give me your email. No weird shit like that. Just a completely free contest. By the way, second place, if you get second, which sucks, free month on my Discord. So that's cool too. I've already, the first two people that got it, they fucking love it. So there you go, big guy. So go hop in that in the description uh, down below. Hey, make sure to like and sub. You can't help but notice I'm almost 1,800. The big guy's growing fast. 
All right, let's get to the slate tonight. As you can see, we have a 45-point total, which sounds like, oh, so it'll be a decently scoring game. Yeah, yeah, no. It's going to be a 14-point spread, which means that the Philly has a 28.5-point uh, implied team total. Poor Texans only have like 14. Sad. Very sad. So let's go look at the optimal results. This is Run the Sims, by the way. If you're interested in the best tool-assisted site, check them out. Use my code DGEN75 to get 20% uh, off. All right. Hey, what a surprise. What a surprise. Jalen Hurts is showing up in the optimals 89% of the time. I don't believe it, Bob. I don't believe it. I'm going to hit refresh and see if they got ownership up yet. Uh, oh, man. I just read. Look at this. Look at this terrible video. Terrible video. Where did I go? What did I do wrong? What did I do? Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, there we go. Okay. Deal with it. So we're going to run the Sims. I just want to see if the uh, ownership updated. So I hit refresh and it took me all the way back out. So Jalen Hurts is coming in at 89% the optimals. That means if you rank, simulate this game, he shows up in the optimal. There we go. We got ownership now. 80 uh, 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 or 90% of the time now, right? But his ownership is 92. So believe it or not, he is actually a negative leverage play. But I have to ask you this. Give me a game script in which Jalen Hurts doesn't get there. Philly blows out the Eagles or <laughs> Philly blows out the Texans. He gets there. Texans uh, play competitive and keep up with the Eagles. Well, that just pushes Jalen Hurts to keep doing it. Uh, the, 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 it's a low-scoring game. Well, Jalen Hurts' legs keep him getting there. Somehow, the Texans find an offense, and it's a shootout. Well, Jalen Hurts definitely gets there. So here's the problem you run into with Jalen Hurts. You, it's really hard to come up with any script in which he doesn't get there, right? I will say... I really like Jalen Hurts. If you're going to play him, you might as well go all in on him and play him at captain, right? I, I just, if we're going to play the, the whole narrative that he's not going to get there or that he's going to get there, you might as well try to get him there as much as he can. And maybe you can get a little bit of leverage by having him as your captain. However, I do want to tell you about Miles Sanders, right? Miles Sanders is disgustingly overpriced, right? He, you know, he has been getting most of the workload for Philly, but even when he starts to have a good game, you know, you see he has 18 points at half, and you're like, oh, let's go. They always just end up bringing in, uh, they always just end up bringing in Scott uh, 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 and 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 Gainwell and taking away all his carries, right? However, this is the one thing I can tell you about Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders is one of those guys that, outside of catching a screen to the house. When he does well, that directly correlates to Jalen Hurts not doing so well, right? Because if Miles Sanders is racking up 120 yards and two touchdowns, well, that's 120 yards less that Jalen Hurts is going to get towards their total offense because it went to a running back rushing the ball. And that's two less touchdowns he's going to get because Sanders is running those in instead of Jalen Hurts throwing it or running it in, right? So if you are ballsy as fuck and you want to get away from Jalen Hurts tonight, I think the ultimate leverage play is to go play Miles Sanders, right? Because not only are you getting away from all of that Hurts uh, chalk, you're now getting on Sanders. Or if you are, if you like the idea of what I've suggested there, but you just can't talk yourself into getting away from Hurts, I get it. Maybe just go play Miles Sanders as the, as the captain and then play Jalen Hurts as one of the flexes. Now, I know that's going to eat up a lot of your salary and you're going to have to punt in a couple places, but that is a way that right off the bat you can build a lineup that's different than everybody else. The other thing you can really do to be different than everybody else while still playing very good plays is just simply go build a 4-2 or 5-1 Texan stack. The last two Monday nights, I've told people, go play the underdog and play them in a 4-2 or 5-1 stack. And in both of those, they got there. The, the, the winning GPP lineups were underdog stacks. 
game. And if you do that, you can still run it back with Jalen Hurts, right? Jalen Hurts could still get there, and you could run it back uh, with Dallas Goddard. But then you go run four Texans. No one is going to play four Texans, especially four Texans with one in the captain. And I mean nobody, nobody, nobody will play a 5-1 Texans. And if you're going to do 5-1, you got to make sure that one you run it back with is Jalen Hurts. It's non-negotiable, mother father, okay? because he's the one guy that would definitely get there uh, even if the Texans do really play well. Okay, uh, so there's there's the most of your game theory, right? As you can see, the most leveraged play on this slate appears to be Damian Pierce. I really like Damian Pierce tonight at 8,600. He has really established himself as the true alpha there in Houston. And you can say, yeah, but they suck. Yeah, but even sucky teams have good players who score fantasy points. And here's the most appealing thing I can sell you on with Damian Pierce. Rex Burkhead is slowly being phased out as their third down back. We're starting to see Damian Pierce get third down action now. And if you're going to start mixing in three or four targets a game to what he does on the ground, and how he gets all the goal line work. He starts to become a nuts play, man. Um, so I think he is a tremendous play tonight, especially if you're not going to buy the Philly blowout narrative because that's what probably 75% of all lineups tonight are going to be built around a Philly blowout narrative. People are going to take Philly's kicker, Philly's defense, two Philly pass catchers, and Jalen Hurts. Hell, some people might even go 6-0, which I don't know if I'm a big fan of that, brother. Um also, if you think that the te- the Texans are going to be competitive tonight, you have to think that a nine thousand dollar quarterback in Davis Mills, which is about as, as cheap as we ever get a quarterback uh, on a on a showdown slate, is going to get there, right? And his and and the best thing is if you think Davis Mills is going to get there, well, he has some really appealing options, right? Of course, you've got to think that uh, that our boy, uh, where the hell is he at? Where's oh oh, oh 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 wait, is he out or something? Did they did they like did I did I miss something here? I'm going to mid midstream. I'm going to go do Brandon Cooks. What's going on with Brandon Cooks? Why is he not? Maybe that's why the thing was updating. Brandon Cooks top. Brandon Cooks will not play tonight. <laughs> Live on my show. Well, I'm recording, but fuck. There you go. That changes shit. Okay, so Brandon Cooks is out. Glad we glad we saw that, you mother father. So right now, that makes Philip Dorsett like, I mean, he's going to be on the field at 4,000. If you are feeling the Texans tonight and you want to stack, Philip Dorsett is now the nuts and Chris Moore is now the nuts and a guy that I really like who I think really, you know, you're thinking, well, why Brevin Jordan? Why why Brevin Jordan? He's a tight end, man. Why, why would I play a tight end if a running back's out? Because there's more targets to go around, you donkey dick. Brevin Jordan has clearly uh, emerged as the top target for the Texans. Uh, he uh, is getting way more run than um, – Jordan Akins. I think you could play them both. I just prefer Brevin Jordan, especially as the pass catcher with Brandon Cook's targets being out. Um, man, wow, that's some big news right there. So uh, Houston wide receivers are now very live. If you want to run a 5-1 Philly stack, you know, uh, maybe go run 5-1 and then go put in Dorsett and then make that exact same lineup and then put in more and then make that exact same lineup and put in Brevin Jordan. And Chris Moore will definitely be the least owned of these guys because he'll seem overpriced at 5400 which probably isn't overpriced for him. But someone's got to get those targets. You hope it's him. Although I would bet on Philip Dorsett, but let's be real. Philip Dorsett's going to be owned as fuck now because people are, people are sharp enough to know that he's going to be the wide receiver number one with Brandon Cooks out. So that's big news right there. Literally live on the show. You just saw it. For Philly, I think A.J. Brown is the guy that I want to fade coming off that monster game. Yes, I know he's good. Yes, I know he's amazing. I know, I know, and I know he's Jalen Hurts' favorite. But instead of A.J. Brown, just to get some leverage, you know, I'd rather just go play Devontae Smith. Give me Devontae Smith. 
I, I, it just seems like they rotate having big games. So let's just say it's Devontae Smith. But more than both of those guys, the one that I really want to get a piece of uh, is Dallas Goddard. He just seems like he's due for one of those blow-up 25, 30-point games. So if I'm stacking somebody with Jalen Hurts, Dallas Goddard is my favorite. But everybody always only stacks those three. Ones if you really want to get clever with a Philly stack. Hmm, who could we possibly play from Philly? This is the one I like. Quez Watkins, right? Quez Watkins had zero catches last week, ran fewer routes, but he is clearly the third wide receiver. He runs the third most routes on the team, ran over 20 routes last week, and at 1,400, all he needs is that one Quez Watkins bomb, and he's in he's in the nuts. So if you want to build a Philly stack and get different than a lot of people, go get Quez Watkins in there. Uh, lastly, we always talk about kickers and defenses. Uh, I think they're both very viable tonight, depending on the game script that you pick. Remember, it's all about the game script. And we've been seeing some pretty ugly games recently, right? And in these ugly games, kickers and defenses disproportionately get there. You go you go run. Uh, you, you can go uh, two big pay-up options, Jalen Hurts at captain, and then maybe go uh, run uh, whoever you want, Damian Pierce. And then you could just run like two kickers and a defense and one pass catcher or something like that, right? That could be a very viable lineup to win it if this game is something like like 13 to 9, right? Um so that, that that's a game that, that's a game script that could get there. If you think Houston's going to, you know, be behind and they're going to be slinging it uh, and they're actually going to be efficient in garbage time, well then you got to love a Davis Mills Dorset, you know, double stack Davis Mills and hope he throws two touchdowns in the fourth quarter when they're just, you know, scrambling to get back. Um and then and then if you want some ultimate punts, some punts that could get there, I've already told you about Jordan Aiken. Uh, I think Tyron Johnson now becomes very live, right? He's probably going to be the third wide receiver for Houston. Uh, if you want that $200 punt that could get there, why not him? O.J. Howard, maybe they're going to run a lot more uh, two tight end uh, looks. And so him, uh, Brevin Jordan, and Aikens all get on the field quite a bit. That's a possibility. Those are the ones I'm looking at as absolute punts tonight, right? Uh with that, with that Cooks news out, you got to really assume some of that usage is going to get absorbed. Or you could just say, well, now the Texans suck so bad. They have no chance, and they're going to be so inefficient, I don't even care about the usage, right? It doesn't matter if this guy's going to get extra targets if they're worthless targets, right? Because they're so far behind. So that's something to consider. The most important thing I can give you tonight is contest selection. Build contest selections. And the second most important advice I could give you is make a game script. You pick how this game is going to play out, right? Do you think that you know maybe it's going to be Philly gets up early and you want to run and they're just going to run the ball down their throat, so you want to go stack a Miles Sanders and a Boston Scott, right? That that that, that that's an option, right? A double running back stack. You probably still want to have Hurts in there, right? But you do that and you basically just say they're going to score all their touchdowns running. It's going to be twenty-eight to three by the third quarter, and it's just going to be after that it's going to be a slog. You definitely want to have Philly's defense in that. Um, in that build, right? And so you pick your script and you build lineups around it. If you're going to do a 20 max, you build a script or two that you like, and then you pick players that are going to go off. If you think it's going to be a Philly blowout and they're going to just run the ball and win a nice slow game, 21 to six or something like that, well, then I don't think you want AJ Brown. You definitely don't want Devontae Smith in a game like that, right? So those are guys you could start Xing out. I think Dallas Goddard could still get there in a script like that, but it's your script. You pick it. You make your own player picks. You make your own script. You make your own lineups. Don't trust fucking Tout saying, you got to play this guy tonight. Okay? It's your lineups. It's your money. You make your own picks. And when you start being your own man or woman and you make your own picks, you'll find you do a lot better at this DFS shit. Take useful information from smart people. Take useful tools. But at the end of the day, you make your own picks. 
Didn't mean to get so preachy. That's it, guys. Hey, if you're interested, I have a Discord uh, connected through my Patreon. Come check it out. It's growing every fucking day. It's pretty incredible. Uh, I do way more content for them. I do a live stream tonight just for them going over any news. Uh, please like and subscribe. I'm almost to 5,000 between Twitter and uh, YouTube, so help me get there, man. I hope this video helps you. I hope you kick some ass. Send me those screenshots. I got some pretty great ones last night. Hope you enjoy my outro, you mother father. 